Today, I think I want to talk about anger. Getting mad, people. It happens. Even some of y'all try to front like you don't ever get mad. We get mad. Some more than others. But I want to share with you probably one of the top three quotes I've ever heard. This one 100% changed my life. The Creator Podcast. My name is Dion Williams, a.k.a. Dion Does. And I truly believe that we were all created in the image of the ultimate creator. And therefore, it's in us all to create. And this show aims to help you and I both level up in this four-dimensional game of life so that we can go out and create for good. Whether that's for ourselves, our family, the community around us, but all of this a part of a generational vision of a family of creators coming together to be the difference. Creator fam, welcome back to the Creator Podcast. We over a month in, man. I feel like I've hit my stride. It's, it's getting easy to pump these out, man. We're, we're in a rhythm. At least I feel like I am. And so I truly think I'm going to start clutching out some of these under 10 minutes. I don't know if it'll be this one. I, I, did the air? J- I'm not going to be able to do it if the air keep coming on like that, though. Hold on. I'm on it. But, and I know some of you, some of you guys love... When I go off on rants and I end up getting a dang near 30-minute episode. And I'm not saying, though, that won't happen. And I'm not completely against that. But I'd be lying if I said I wasn't doing my best to try to get in and out. I think that's important for something like this that's going to be daily. I'm not trying to take up a lot of your guys' time. Trust me. If I could do a five-minute episode, I'm not mad at that. And the day that I do, I'll be happy, not sad. And I want you guys to share with me in that because this isn't about who can listen to the most podcast uh, hours wins. That's not how success works. Uh, And 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 it's not about you getting like sometimes when I'm flowing, I I like it because I know I'm hitting a bunch of different points, but I I don't want to overwhelm you guys. It's not to call you dumb. It's just the goal is to get one, one. If we can just take one nugget, one principle and move forward 1% every day, man, I'm not trying to change your guys' life with one episode. I'm not trying to change your life with one week of episodes, right? And some of them, a lot of them, this one has some power in it, and I'm going to share how it's affected me. But just understand that, right? Like, you're not listening to this trying to revolutionize your existence. Just pay, pay, pay close attention, stay open-minded, And there's going to be other things that are speaking to you in your own unique kind of way with what I'm saying. Once you get that, hold on to it and give the homework at the end everything you got. All right. So with that rant, I added a dang two minutes, but it's important. It's important because I know a lot of you guys on the airs off. I know a lot of you guys listen to this every day. It's like part of your routine. Keep sending me that stuff, man. It means the world. But yeah, I just want to address that now. Man, oh man, this quote I'm about to drop on you guys today. Actually, let me quote first where this was inspired from. And I I need to do this so much more. This is actually inspired during one of my readings when I was reading the Bible. And something that might be great for a lot of you guys, even, even ones that aren't, those of you that aren't Christian, the book of Proverbs, all right, there's 31 chapters in it. There's up to 31 days in a month. If you just dedicate to reading a chapter a day and just go along with the calendar. So some weeks you won't read chapter 31. Some weeks you won't read chapter 30 or weeks, some months you won't read chapter 30. And that's fine. 
But if you do this every day, right, read a chapter a day, over the years, you're going to keep going through all of these. And Proverbs is written so beautiful. I mean, the whole Bible, it's almost, not almost, it is written in like layers. So you may understand something on one level at one point in your life, but you never, it's like you're like, all right, I read that. Kind of like, kind of like if you watched a movie, you don't want to go back and watch it. At least I'm that way. My wife's not because she'll notice every, like, little things every time she rewatches the movie, right? And the Bible's the same way, you know? Uh, and go revisiting something every month, man. I started this when I was in middle school. So, ooh, I don't want to mess up the math. It's probably been close to 20 years, a little under maybe, possibly, 20 years of my life that I've been doing this, and yeah, 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 so just under, I mean, like, probably 18, 16, is that the math? I'm about to be 30. The Dang, I'm about to be 30 in, like, a week or something on the 29th, so whatever the math is for that, I've been doing it since then, and I still learn stuff, and, and, and it's good to be reminded of things, right? Sometimes this podcast will just remind you of things. I didn't tell you nothing new, but you're like, man, I really do need to get back on fasting. If you didn't watch or listen to yesterday's episode, we went there. It was a good one. And I've got some good feedback on it. So check it out. We talked about self-control, discipline, all that good stuff. Now, I was reading. Oh, and Proverbs is full of just a lot of, like, earthly wisdom. You know, and a proverb, they're essentially, so so what a proverb is, it's like a wise saying, okay, that are, they're not necessarily laws of nature, right? But they're, uh, and Proverbs is one of the books of wisdom, right? And so it's all about helping you become wise. And so it's how things typically work, right, through wise sayings. So you can have an ex- uh, uh, an exception to a proverb, right? Like something doesn't go that way. Like, you know, like maybe kind of how like bad things can happen to good people, Right. Uh, that doesn't mean there aren't a lot of benefits and a lot of reasons why you should be good or be wise. And so uh, that's why Proverbs are very, very important. You don't even have to believe in God or a God to get a lot from these Proverbs. But if you do, <clears throat> it'll bring you a lot closer. And so I, I was reading in Proverbs chapter 20, uh, verse 3. I made you guys with the King James first. Just a stunt. That's the only reason, just a stunt. And then we'll probably go to like the message. Ooh, or the Amplified. So Proverbs 20, all right, chapter 2, verse 3, it says, It is an honor for a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be meddling. All right, just a rule of thumb, right? When you see things like honor, that's a good thing. But when you see things like fool or foolish, you probably want to avoid that, right? No one wants to be a fool. As, as Especially coming from a biblical perspective. Like a biblical fool, like that's like, so, like, anyone out there can call someone a fool. They may be right. They may be wrong. But if it's coming biblically, you can call it a fool, you might want to pay attention. Okay? But watch. I'm going to bring this to, I think, the Amplify. I know the Amplify about to bless this. All right? So, there's just a different translation. And it says, so this is going to expand on it a little bit more. Amplify it. Use, use some more words so you can really get this point. It says, it is an honor for a man to keep away from strife. By handling situations with thoughtful foresight. But any fool will start a quarrel without regard for the consequences. Man, 
it took me a while to get that. I'm not going to lie. I grew up super, super confrontational. All right, let's run that back one more time. It is an honor for a man to keep away from strife by handling situations with thoughtful foresight. But any fool will start a quarrel without regard for the consequences. And this segues us into the quote that changed my life. Man, it's been impossible for me to forget it. So I didn't even look it up. I may be skewing it a tad bit. And again, I don't know who said it. And I don't even remember who shared it with me or how I came across it. And if you've been following me for a while, you've heard me um, share this quote a lot. And that is, you can tell the size of a man by the size of what makes him angry. Man, that hit me at a time in my life where I asked that question. And I don't mean the size like literally, right? Like you're taller or bigger because you get mad about big things. No, it's saying the size of the character, the vision, right? The responsibility. Like you can really tell what a man is about, what he's focused on, what's important to him, what's not, what type of impact he'll have in the in his community, in the world, in his family, by the size of the things that make him angry. And when I had... This is probably one of the first times I was like really real with myself. And a lot of that probably has to do with why it affected me so much. But I was like, huh, like what kind of things do you get mad about? And this has happened since I've been living my life online. And 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 some of you guys have even known me. If so, one thing that I kind of had to readdress and you guys have seen this switch majorly is one of the first things that popped up in my head was when the Eagles lose, right? I've been an Eagles fan since about middle school. And, and you know, rewind four or five years probably, like I was a diehard Eagles fan. I would, I wouldn't really follow the drafts because I didn't have as much time to follow like college stuff. But as soon as they were on the roster, I was researching everything I knew there was one time I even did my best to name um, everyone on the roster, and I got close. I definitely knew all of like the top top players, first, second string, like backups. Like I was knew I knew I knew all the coaches. Like all this stuff was really important to me. I would watch every game. I'd watch all of our our, our opponents' games. Like I was I was in the trenches, and I don't even think that that is bad on its own. But when the Eagles would lose, I would be mad. Like, my wife even knew, like, when the Eagles, like, the clock hit zero and the Eagles have, had officially lost, like, our marriage had to change. She had to, she just knew, like, all right. And she she was, like, used to it. She didn't complain. She was like, oh, I just know he going to be a little, he going he gonna to be a certain way. Like, if we had plans after the Eagles game and the Eagles lost, she just knew, like, all right, he's out of it. He, he's checked out. He's no good. And... And I'm not saying it's bad to, you know, have a favorite team or to root for them heavy. Uh, but I will say that it's bad for them to lose, like, something you can't control, and it just takes you out of commission. Like, I knew my week was going to be bad the times the Eagles lost. <laughs> and what's funny, when this question was asked, we were, you know, growing up, we were actually pretty solid. You know, it was it was common for us to win the division, make it to the playoffs, never be, like, great. We had a couple, uh, or we had the Super Bowl run with T.O. and all that. And so it was exciting. It was a good time to be Eagles fan. 
But for a while, it was, it's tough, man. I think we're about to get better. I think it's going to be better. But, man, during this this little stretch, it was really rough. So I was mad a lot. <laughs> I would just, and, and I was like, I got to fix this, man. Like, I will spend so much time investing knowing things about these players as if I'm on the team and I have a contract, but then I'll get upset because I didn't have enough time to finish something in my business. And I'm like, man, I wish there was more hours in the day. I don't need more hours in the day. I just need to manage them better. It's probably not a good idea to know everyone on the roster and every and, and the whole scouting reports and all this stuff, but I'm not getting paid for this. It doesn't make sense for me to just get mad at these guys and 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 root for them like they're my daddy. When they don't even know that I exist. Like, I don't need that much emotions. And I can't control it. I, you might want to, you could probably do this if you were a Patriots fan. Right? Y'all are spoiled. But I had to realize, like, this is this is bad for business. And that was just one of many things. I had a lot of childish things. That was, that was the word that was just like apparent in my mind. As I was thinking about the things that made me angry. I was like, there's nothing like righteous that I get mad about. Something that's very important or a big problem I want to solve in the world. It was very, it was what I call hevel. It's it's there and you can see it. Like the things you, you, you I'm caring about, they're real. But at the same time, they're quite meaningless, like a, a smoke or a vapor. Like you can see it there, but you can't really grasp it. And I was like, I need to start caring about things that mean a little bit more, you know? And it, it, I didn't really have to look far. A lot of it was in me already. But as I, I kind of focused on the right things, it became more apparent. So what's an example of something like that? Well, for one, one for me is just I really so like something that makes me mad or I was like a righteous anger is when someone is like like poor or, you know, just just less privileged or handicapped or just whatever in any kind of way. And they're mistreated for it. And a lot of that comes with how I grew up, you know, just being broke and people making you feel like crap or making you feel like you are less than them because they have more money than you. Like if you want to be if you want to like never be my friend and have me have zero interest of ever getting to know you and anything like that, just like let me see you think that you're hot-ish because you make money or like treat someone or make them feel worse about themselves because they don't have as much money as you like I'm mad I don't like you fluff you right um that's just something that makes me mad right and so what does that do though that inspires that, that inspires a lot of stuff that I do it inspires stuff like the podcast a lot of the series that I've done where I've tried to help people make like specifically in the area of making more money it's inspired all of my court, not all of them, but a lot of the some of the earlier courses I was doing around content creation and business. And we've since evolved that to go even further. Right. Because there's other things that make me mad. And a lot of it is in that realm. Um, and so I had to find bigger problems, bigger things that made me mad. And when I did that, my entire life elevated. It is an honor for a man to keep away from strife by handling situations with thoughtful foresight. But any fool will start a quarrel 
without regard for the consequences. I want you to meditate on that. That's step one of putting some feet to it. If you're brand new, when we say put some feet to it and we transition to this part of the podcast, we're talking about taking some action. All right, taking some action, moving this principle that we learned today forward. Now, the principle is that you can tell the size of a man or woman by the size of what makes him or her angry. Okay? So, this one's going to be simple, and I want to test. I want to bring you guys back to a a, a light meditation like we've done before. And, And don't forget what you've learned And when you hear the word meditate, right? We're not going anything deeper. I just want you to just just think about that verse, okay? So it starts with scanning across your creator frame, your faith, relationships, energy, economics, the four dimensions of this game that we call life, okay? And I want want you to ask yourself, what things are making me mad? What makes me mad in in the dimension of faith? What makes me mad in the different relationships that I have? Like, you got a marriage, you guys are fighting, a great question for you to ask. Like, what kind of stuff do we fight about? Are y'all fighting over Cheetos? I love you guys enough to tell you. Y'all need some bigger problems. Stop fighting over Cheetos, people. Look in your energy, which is your health, your fitness. What kind of stuff makes me mad there? Am I fighting when someone forgot to refill the Kool-Aid jar? Or the Kool-Aid pitcher? Am I ready to just blow up over that? You might might need to find some bigger problems like I did. We ain't gangbanging over Cheerios. There's bigger things to handle. Let's look in, in in the dimension of finances. Your economics. What kind of stuff makes you mad there? Identify some of these. And just be curious. We're not looking to say, oh, this is bad, this is good. I just want you to start by identifying it, okay? You don't even have to put labels on it just yet. Identify it. And then number two, now that you have those, I want you to just meditate on this. You can look it up yourself, man. It's free. Grab your Bible. There's a Bible app. Grab the search you version if you don't have one. Or you can just go right into Google and search Proverbs two zero for 20 do a space and then put three that's going to be chapter 20 verse three and it says it isn't and i'm reading out of the amplified if you want to add amp at the end of that it'll pull up this exact thing that i'm reading to you and it says it is an honor for a man to keep away from strife by handling situations with thoughtful foresight but any fool will start a quarrel without regard for the consequences so Don't think about just quarreling with people. Think of some of the consequences you're having in your mind, in your peace, in your environment by some of the things that you're getting angry about. What consequences is it having on your health, on your stress, on your life, on your free time, on your time management? Okay? Just like me, I was getting mad. I was angry. I was ready to, I I used, oh my Lord, I used to argue with people for hours on Twitter after every Eagles game, whether we won or lost. Like, I used to tweet probably every play that would happen. There'd be a run, we'd lose yards. Crap! I just had to tweet it. I just had to tweet something. Right? We get a touchdown. Ooh, yeah, how you feel? How you feel? Cowboys suck. Like, 
every play I was tweeting about, like, my time was horrible, man. And then we had the next, the upcoming opponent. Uh-oh, we playing the Giants. I had to I had to tweet every Giants fan I knew. And now during the week before the game, I'm talking crap. And they're talking crap back. And I got to think of how to counter the crap talk. So I'm looking up the matchup. Oh, your left guard's hurt. How do I know that? Because instead of getting work done, I was Googling it. Come on, people. What are some of these consequences, right? Remember, it's an honor for a man to keep away from strife by handling situations with thoughtful foresight. Let's get some thoughtful foresight on the things that are making us angry. And after you're meditating on that, now you got you should have some answers. Maybe you have something that you're angry about and it makes sense that I'm cool with that. Like I said, maybe like this righteous anger. Big problems. But let's stop gangbanging over Cheetos. We got to let the little things go, man. I love you guys. That's all I have for you today. Make sure you guys check out freecreatorcode.com. Get the code that it is that we live by here as creators. If you want this mindset, this identity as a creator, I promise you, that's the place you want to be. Freecreatorcode.com. I love you guys. You guys stay safe. And I'm a holla at you manana. <laughs>